We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, family, friends, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit the reset button. That's when you reach for an ice-cold Coors Light, the beer that's made to chill. Listen, there's a lot going on in Green Bay right now, and I feel like we could all use a moment to chill with a Coors Light. See, Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. Coors Light is what I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in their all-new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate. Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes and I've got a new podcast, the NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome back, Packers fans, to the Pack a Day podcast. It is Saturday, the day before the Green Bay Packers will host the Tennessee Titans on Sunday Night Football. A belated Merry Christmas to everyone. I am Jason Perrone of the Packaday Podcast Game on Wisconsin, along with Mark Eckel of Packer Report. Paul Brettle is traveling with his family, so it's Mark and I flying, I won't say solo, I guess just tandem. <laughs> Belated Merry Christmas, Mark. How are we looking on the East Coast? Same to you. Uh, cold. We got a, it's, a, it's, it's Christmas. It's, it, was, it's, actually, it was 25 degrees this morning Whew. when I woke up. Yeah, that's cold for us Southerners. Um, It'll get up to about forty today, but it's 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 winter time here. This is this is cold. It was a cold Christmas. It was cold. it's been pretty cold the last couple of days. Now by the end, now that they're t- by Monday, it's going to be back up in the high fifties, I think. But it's cold right now. Right. How's it out there? 
Uh, it's you know out here it's not too bad. Uh, it's you know we're in the, we're in the low 40s uh, as we record. That's for you though. Well, as we record, it is. As we record this, uh, we're in the low 40s. It's still early in the day, but it's supposed to get up to 70. Okay. So can't complain there. In Green Bay, it's 21 degrees currently with a high of 30 degrees expected today. Tomorrow for the game, high of 32 degrees, and there's a 70% chance of snow. So we could get one of those snow snow globe. Yeah, especially tomorrow. It's a night game. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a classic Lambeau game, I think, tomorrow night. Snow Bowl game, and the storylines all lead up to uh, some really good stuff. For December football at Lambeau Field, it's going to be a bit of a throwback game. So as far as the injury update goes, Mark, we've got a really, really short list here. I mean, this yeah. is this is encouraging. It is good because it's late in the season. So the only two uh, players that are ruled out already are Jay Sternberger, who's been out the past couple weeks. He had this, the concussion. Sternberger will miss this game against the Titans. And Will Redmond has been ruled out, also had a concussion last week. And I'm a little... Are you getting a little concerned about Sternberger? You know, I, I am. I'm not. That's this. a long time to be out with a concussion. I mean, I'm, you know, that's a scary thing. Yeah, it's a long time to be out, and he might also be dealing with something else. And, and let's be honest, I think we've talked about it on the show. I had him as my breakout player this year, and he just didn't do it. So no. maybe they're just giving him a chance. They're saying, look, this this season is on. You know, they might be saving him up for the playoff run because because you know. Kind of confusing to all of us. Aaron Jones has been used very sparingly too. So are they starting to like limit snaps now? Sternberger is no Aaron Jones. He has done no. next to nothing, and I'm not bagging on him, but he really hasn't been productive this year. It's you know it's been Robert Tanyan you know times ten, and even Mercedes Lewis is ahead of, of Sternberger, and that's in the in the passing game. So you hope. Yeah, Tanya okay. was the guy that broke out. We didn't. We all looked. We all. We all had the right position breaking out. We just had the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we should have. You know, we should have known. Um, but I'm just, surprised by that. To be honest, I didn't. I thought. And, I, and let's be honest. I don't. I don't think the Packers knew what they had in had in Tunyon, or they wouldn't have spent. You know, a third round pick on Sternberger and a third round pick on on Deguara if they knew how good Tunyon was going to be. Right. Yep. Yeah, correct. I mean, so that, sometimes that sometimes that's what happens, you know. Well, they're stacked. I mean, who cares? I, mean, I, I don't still care think who breaks out as long as it's somebody. Yeah, I still think Sternberger's got some potential. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I do too. But I think what we're gonna what we're gonna see from him is gonna come next year and beyond. I don't know if he's gonna play as, as big of a role now. The the Packers are gonna be in the playoffs. Obviously, they're gonna play at least one playoff game because they wrapped up their division. Yep. So hopefully they play more than one, but. Yeah, maybe they're you know maybe they're they're limiting. I'm not I'm not exactly sure. I really don't know. But uh, yeah, Will Redmond, Will Redmond had a um, had a concussion, so he's going to miss this game. So and Redmond's a special teamer too, for what it's mm. worth. So that's that's and he's been taking a lot of Raven Green's role. Um, so I'm guessing they're going to go with more. We saw it last week against Carolina. They went um, with more traditional linebacker play. Chris Barnes was out there a lot, um, along with Kirksky and and, um, and Martin. So I think we'll see those three in the game more. And then um, the kid, and I like this kid. He's, I, thought, I think he's played okay when he's been out there. Is Vernon Scott, the, the uh, rookie. Um, I think you'll see more of him taking some of Redmond's snaps. Yeah, he's a confident player. I like him. And the little and Henry Black, 
Henry. I mean, everyone loves Henry, Henry Black because of the big play he made against the Texans. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get right. too. I don't want to get too excited. I mean, you know, we've gotten excited about players before, and then they get a chance to play in more extensive uh, time, and some of their their inefficiencies might show up. But Black's another guy that's that's a possibility there. They've got some. At least they have. Yes. At least they have some depth, and then. Uh, two guys listed as doubtful: Simon Stepaniak, who hasn't played yet, the offensive and lineman who won't. just came off the uh, non-football injury list a couple weeks ago. He's been practicing all week, every week, but he's but he's not played. And then uh, the, it's a biggie here: Jamal Williams is listed as doubtful. Yeah. Uh, he's got a yeah. you know his his injury and his absence for as much talk as there there has been about the running back on the other side of the uh, of this matchup. Jamal Williams being out. Uh, is a thing because that means oh, more. Yeah. That means more snaps for AJ Dillon, and it is AJ Dillon ready in pass protection and all those other dirty work things that rookies tend to you know come along slowly with. That's what we'll find out. I mean, um, I was surprised he didn't get more work last week when Williams went out. He got one carry and he gained eighteen yards, and then we never saw him again. Yeah. So I don't know. It is, I mean, this is A.J. Dillon time. I just wrote I, I wrote that story this week for, for Packer Report that, you know, they, they they took this guy, you know, pretty high to draft, 62nd pick. Um, they really haven't used him much, although, you know, if you, if you look at his numbers, he's averaging 4.8 yards a carry. That's pretty good. The problem is he only has a handful of carries. Right. So um, this is his time. I mean, and this, you know, like we said earlier about the weather, it's going to be cold. It could be snowy. Um, this is why you drafted a big bruising back, right, for cold Lambeau Field kind of games. Yeah, for sure. And wouldn't it be interesting too if you know Titans running back Derrick Henry's been getting a lot of press and a lot of lot of pub coming into this matchup? But wouldn't it be amazing if AJ Dillon ends up being like the 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 loftiest stat back of the game? I don't, I don't know. know. I, that would be, that would be funny, but that'd be great. That means the Packers probably won. Um, I still think Aaron Jones will get the the bulk of the work. Yeah, tomorrow night. But I think Dylan Dylan needs to be out there. I mean, you can't overuse Aaron Jones. Um, and like last week, I and I loved the game plan that Matt Lafleur went with or wanted to go with last week, which was he had Jones and Williams in the game together a lot before Williams got got hurt. Um, and I like that two back because. It really confuses the defense a little bit because you, you, you put them both in the bat and Jones sometimes can go to the slot, you can go out wide, you can give them the, you know, you don't know what they're going to do. And that's, you know, when they were, they, that's when they scored on the first three possessions, a lot of that was with the two back look. Um, I'm curious to see if we'll do the same with Jones and Dylan this week. We've been waiting to see the, the two back look with Williams and Jones. I was. Uh, it's about time they use it. I mean, it's it's it can only help yeah. the offense as creative as Matt Lafleur is, and offensively, you know this this game, Mark. I think could be one of those shootout games where the offenses are are you know it's going to be like who blinks first, which offense is going <laughs> to fail to score, and and this might be one of those games where the punters, um, you know, can get stay home. get cold yeah. on the bench. <laughs> Yeah, if if J.K. Scott calls in sick tomorrow, nobody will be all right. I don't know. I guess he has to hold. He has to hold for <laughs> yeah. points, maybe. But um, yeah, it, it could be. I mean, it's two of the top three offenses in the league, right? I mean, they're they're both scoring at a 
at a pretty good rate. Um, both defenses, actually, like as you said, when when we were um, be, before we start recording, um, the Packers' defense is better than Tennessee's defense. Um, but yeah, because you know t- Tennessee, they give up some points now too. Um, so I expect the, again. You're right. I expect this to be. The Packers will score points, they, and I'm not worried about that. Um, they have to control. They have to contain Derrick Henry. They're not going to stop. Him. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. nobody you gotta, stops. Got to use the right word because man, this, he is. At, you know, I, I don't. I'm not going to enjoy watching him rack up stats against my team, the Packers. But man, he is. He is a real. He is a real throwback. You know, um, you remember Christian Okoye, and yep. and the that, big that, thing that, about Oko- the big thing about Okoye was just nobody wanted to get in front of this guy and tackle him. And Derrick Henry is big and he is strong. I mean, who's going to get thrown to the ground? Someone's going to get thrown to the ground tomorrow. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter how good of of a defender or a tackler you are. Derrick Henry is not having you taking him to the ground. I mean, he's he is as physical of a runner as I've seen in a long time. And one of the questions I asked you too in the pre the pre chat was, you know, when was the last time that the major storyline going into a Packers game was how Green Bay is going to stop the opposing running back. We we hear about the opposing quarterback, wide receivers all right. the time, but you know, I, I guess prime Adrian Peterson maybe. And that was a long time yeah. ago. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world, with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Term and conditions apply. I mean, you know, you can point to last year, but it wasn't the storyline before the game. It was the storyline after the game was the 49ers when they ran for 1,000 yards against the Packers. But, um, but that wasn't – no one was talking about that prior to the game. They were talking about Kittle and, and this and that. And no one thought the Niners were going to come out and run like that and run all day like the way they did. Uh, the Packers can't afford a game like that tomorrow. They can't they, they can't let Henry um, do what Mostert did to him last year in the playoffs. And the Packers – I'll get the Packers run – the run defense has gotten better over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It really has. Um, so, again, the biggest thing, get the lead. Yeah. Jump and- out to a – you know, make, make them – where Tennessee doesn't want to run as much, you know, or, or where they're they behind two scores, or where they can't. Yeah, because Derrick Henry doesn't, you know, he doesn't catch a ton of balls. He's averaging two or no. three, two or three catches a game, and he doesn't pick up 
a lot of yardage. It's almost like, you know, he's the dump off option and then it's right. it's not as effective. He has one fifty plus yard catch and run all season long. So he's not a big dual threat. He's just no, he's, he's you just hand a, the ball and got it away. Yeah, he's he's a this is not a surprise. You know this is coming. Speaking of you know, everyone was talking about Kittle. It did seem like Mike Pettin and the Packers defense was a little taken off guard by the Niners in the NFC Championship game, but there is no excuse this week. Derrick Henry is the obvious game plan when you're the defensive coordinator. And Mike Pettin did say this week that he would be surprised if the Packers defense and his guys are not raring to go to try to contain Derrick Henry. And I don't know what that looks like from a number standpoint, but the biggest thing is just keep him out of the end zone. If he gets to 100 and 20, 130 yards, but doesn't score any touchdowns because he does have games where he, I mean, he's got 15 touchdowns on the season, but he doesn't score in every single game. If you keep Derrick Henry out of the end zone, to me, I don't care how many yards he has, that's a that's a win. Right. right. Hold him to, you know, trade trade touchdowns for field goals if you have to. Um, and they're, and they're going to have to, I would think, Penton's going to come out with the big front. He, he's he's going to have to go with the three down linemen instead of two. Um and like I said before, with the linebackers, I, I I don't think you're going to go with the safety linebacker as much as the pure big linebacker, Martin, Kirksky, and and Barnes. Um, Barnes played a hell of a game last week against Carolina. Yeah, he did. Um, before he got poked in the eye, but he seems he, he he's okay, so he'll 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 be out there. Um, and and again, like like you said, one man doesn't bring Henry down, so it's going to have to be a you know. A team defense. It's going to have to be gang tackling. It's going to have to be, you know, three guys on the ball. So it'll be interesting. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a good game. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. it um, it's a good test for the Packers going into the playoffs. Um, probably. I mean, who have they? Who have they? I mean, it's probably the best team. Is it the best team they played all season? Maybe. It could be. I mean, you put, I, Tampa? I'd put the Colts. Uh, I think Tennessee's playing better than Tampa right now. I'd put the Colts maybe in in the conversation. I mean, yeah, the Colts and Titans are pretty even. I mean, they're tied. For, they're tied with the Titans of tiebreaker. Um, so yeah, it's one of the best teams. Well, this, is a, a, this is a well timed matchup. If if you believe at all in confidence going into the postseason, because next week the Packers are going to play the Bears. Chicago's playing better, but you know, beating the Titans versus beating the Bears is two different levels of accomplishment. So this is a big this is a big test. It's a cliche, but it is a it is a really big test. My, and my, depending on what else happens tomorrow, the Packers could clinch home field tomorrow night if, with a win tomorrow night. And they'll go into the game knowing whether that's an option because right. the late if afternoon the, the game Rams is beat the Rams. Seattle. Yeah, Rams are in right. Seattle. Rams beats, yep. right. Yeah, Rams in so Seattle. The Rams win. And the Packers win. Jordan Love can play against the Bears next week. Oh, and there's been some there's been some stuff written there's been some stuff written about that and whether or not that could be an option. I mean, my my thought with this Tennessee game is I think the the key is the Packers have to force Tennessee to drive. They can't give up these big plays. And right. and I'm not even talking about Derrick Henry breaking out. We haven't even talked started talking about the Titans wide receivers, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, and the tight end Jonu Smith who all perform well, and Ryan Tannehill is now in a system where he wasn't wasn't as good with the Dolphins and everyone thought he was a bust, and now he's in a, in a system where he doesn't have to be anything but just efficient. It's kind of the same thing as, as what 
they thought Aaron Rodgers needed after a couple down seasons in 2017, 2018. Well, 2017 he was hurt with the collarbone, but 2018, 2018 he was hurt as well. But there was questions about whether or not he was starting to slip a little bit. And then the offense seemed to cater a little bit to the quarterback taking what's in front of him. Rodgers is bought in. He's doing well. Tannehill's doing the same thing. And he's, he's been efficient, so he doesn't have to go out and throw it 50 times a game to win you because that's not going to what Ryan Tannehill does well. But if you, if you force Tennessee to drive, don't give him a short field because that's, that's where Derrick Henry is going to kill you is if, if Tennessee is starting on, their, on, on Green Bay's side of the field every time, then it's, 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 you're backed up. Your defense is backed up. Now, the Titans have a, have a clear advantage at running back, and I and I say that with all I believe in Aaron Jones, and I think Aaron Jones is very dynamic and he's great, and he could very easily be the guy that has the big game. And I and I have to wonder how much Aaron Jones is thinking to himself, "Hey, no one's talking about me. Everyone's talking about Derrick Henry. Exactly. This, is, this is in my building. I'm still a really good yep. running back. And by the way, I have to play well this last month because I'm trying to get paid. Yep. So. You know, it, it, I, I guess it would help if he's in the game. It's been interesting. Some of his usage lately has been has been interesting in, in terms of the snap counts and, and all that kind of stuff, too. But the Packers have the clear edge. It's something you always talk about, Mark. It's a quarterback. You know, which team has the better quarterback? Well, it's very obvious who that is in this game. Oh, oh, you're right. Rodgers is better. But Tannehill's having a hell of a year. I mean, 31 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's... I didn't think Ryan Tannehill was had that in him. Yep. Well, when so, you got when you got uh, Derrick Henry, I mean that's that's called managing easy. that's called managing your team very well. Mike Vrabel's a good head coach. There's a storyline there. Mike Vrabel, former boss of Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur yeah. coached under Vrabel in Tennessee. They know each other pretty well. But that's Matt Vrabel coming in and and making it manageable and and scheming to kind of like his old his old boss and mentor Bill Belichick does, and just says, look, week to week, what do we need to do to win this game? We're not going to just line up and do what we do every week and a one-size-fits-all and challenge the other team to stop it because they can scheme and stop it. You know, when you've got 14, 15 weeks worth of film and, and other teams have had success and you can copy some of the things that they do, you know, that I think Tennessee's done a good job of doing what they need to do to win. But that usually is Derrick Henry pounding the rock 25-plus times, so the Packers are going to have to be ready. As far as that gang tackling goes, Mark, one thing I was going to say was if I'm the Titans and I'm Mike Vrabel and I'm I'm the offensive coordinator, I'm running right at Kevin King. I mean, I'm, I'm running right at Kevin King because there ain't no way the way Kevin King tackles that he's bringing down Derrick Henry without some friends joining the party. Well, if you're the Packers, you're hoping – somebody gets to him before he gets to Kevin King. <laughs> yeah, I, I want, you know, my linebacker or, or, you know, somebody in front to at least slow him down before he gets out, gets that far. Um, again, I mean, this is going to be, this is, a, this is, this is going to be a good test for Mike Patton. Um, who's come under fire for a lot of decisions he's made. Uh, a lot of the schemes he's played. So, Everyone knows what they have to do tomorrow, or what they're what they are going to supposed to try to do tomorrow. Now, um, it's like Mike Tyson used to say, everybody has a plan until they get hit, right? Yep. So um, let's see what the Packers' plan is, um, and you know, hopefully, like we said, I mean, they're, they're not going to hold Henry to you know fifty yards. He's, he's going to get his yards. Like, but like you said, don't let him get in the end zone. Don't let him, you know, hold him. If he gets 100 and 120, okay. 
but no touchdowns, I'll live with that. Yep. I don't want 240 and three touchdowns, you know. I don't want Alvin Kamara against the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Alvin Kamara, he had, uh, he, had, he had six touchdowns. He could have easily have had a couple more, Seven. I think. Yeah, he could have had a couple more because Breeze missed him on a throw and Taysom Hill gets a carry, before, you know, go, go Sean Payton. Um, you know, Taysom Hill gets a carry, and, and, and I mean, it's, you know, win the game and don't set records. By the way, the Minnesota Vikings eliminated from playoff yeah. contention, so they will not they will not be in the playoffs. And, Mark, you and I both shared the sentiment that the, the Vikings were one team that uh, we did not want to see the Packers have to face in the postseason. Right, I just and I don't want to see them in the playoffs because I don't like the Vikings. So that was <laughs> that was yeah. kind of a win-win yesterday. Yeah, watching that game, I'm like, if the Saints lose, then the Packers, you know, that's one less team out of the way, and they could really breathe a sigh. You know, that cause the Saints are the ones really battling for the home field with the Packers right mm-hmm. now. They're they're number two. Um, so that would have been nice if the Saints lost, but the Vikings lose, and now they're eliminated, and they're. What are they six and nine now? Yep. Huh. So they'll finish no better that, than no better than. To win, weren't they supposed to win a division? I'm sure they were. I mean, if you ask, did everybody pick them? Yeah, if you ask, if you ask their fans, yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, they got All a lot the experts, of experts too. I mean, they got like a lot of love. Win the division this year. They got a lot of love, and I, I think it was because most of them expected that defense to just still get better and, and be good, although. I don't know they're, they're secondary, the corners, and and uh, I guess their corners were okay, but they just they had that stretch during the season where they were just really bad, and unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately that ended against the Packers at Lambeau Field. I mean that was that was That's a weird, bad on that. that was a weird game, and if Green Bay won that game somehow, have managed not to slip up against the Vikings, then they probably already have home field wrapped yeah. up, or it's it's a different narrative right now. But as it is, the Packers still have a good chance to wrap it up and they can still wrap it up early. And so if they so if they do what's your take on on the whole what do you do in week 17 if the Packers have it wrapped up, they beat Tennessee, the Rams beat the Seahawks, you've got options in week 17 are you are you are you starting Jordan Love in his first NFL game? I don't start him, no. I I I think I play Rodgers for a half. Mainly because you have the bye, so you don't um it's interesting. I don't. You know, it's a. This is a good question because I covered the Eagles for a long time, as you know, and this and they were in this situation a few times. And Andy Reid always like. I, well, I, I remember he was the first one that did it when the Eagles were like a, a three seed, so they knew they were playing. They they didn't have a bye, but they knew they were wrapped up in the three spot. They they couldn't move up and they couldn't move back. So the last game they didn't play anybody, and, and his point was. We didn't get a bye, so we're going to take a bye. We're going to take our bye week this last week and play on subs. And it made perfect sense to me. Um, then the year, um, the year the Eagles went to the Super Bowl and lost to New England um, with McNabb and, the, and and that group, they had home field wrapped up with two weeks to go. They were 13-1, and one, um, and they, they wrapped up home field, and... Andy didn't play guys the last two games. He 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 rested guys, and he kind of got spooked by the fact that uh, T.O. broke his leg, and they, they they beat the Cowboys, and that's that's the game that wrapped every that that clinched home field for him. But that's the game that T.O. broke his leg, 
And I think that spooked Andy a little bit into, I don't want to lose anybody else. I already lost my, one of my, you know, my top playmaker. Yep. I don't, I don't need Brian Westbrook to get hurt or I don't, I don't need, you know, Donovan, God forbid Donovan to get hurt or any of my other key players. So he rested. Um, I think Donovan actually started both games just because he had a, he had a streak going at that time of of consecutive starts. So I think he went out. I, I remember the one game he actually went out for the first play. I think it was took a snap, handed it off, and then um, I think it was Coy Detmer was the backup came in and and took over like the second play of the game. I mean it was kind of silly, but um, but just so Donovan can say he started. Um, yeah. But and and a lot and that was a very um, controversial topic that year because a lot of and I was I was actually with Andy on it. I was like, "You're right. You you did what you were supposed to do. You you won. You you know your the, the goal is to get the number one seed. You you got it. Now the goal is to win. You know to get to the Super Bowl. These two games aren't getting you to the Super Bowl. They're just in the way now. So yeah, you don't want to get anybody else hurt. Um. But a lot of you know the the flip side was: Are you giving guys too much time off? Are they going to be rusty when they go out to the playoffs? Well, my answer to that was: They're still practicing every day. It's not like he sent them home. He sent them out off on va- va- vacation somewhere. I mean, they just he just gave them one day off Sunday. You know, they were still practicing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and everything. Right. Um, and it worked. They they did get to the Super Bowl. They were fresh in the playoffs. Um, so to answer your question, do I, I might, I don't, see, here's the, do the Packers owe the league anything? Because the Bears might need that game to make the playoffs. So do you lay down and let the Bears make the playoffs? Or do you try to, you know, or do you play hard and that's something you got to think about. The too. way that I see, the way that I see Matt Lafleur and how he's approached things, just through this short year and a half of sample size that we have with him, is let me preface by, I hope we have to worry about this. <laughs> yeah, I do too, and I think that I think they'll play to I think they'll play to win. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, whether we agree with the decision or not, went out there in Week 17 against the Detroit Lions at the end of 2018 when there was absolutely nothing to gain. And oh, yeah, that's right. he went out there and played because that's the message he wanted to send to his teammates is like, hey, I'm I'm a leader of this team and I'm going to be out there. Everyone else is dressing and prepping for this game. I'm not special. I'm going to go play. So I think Rodgers will play for a little bit. He's going to want to perform well and beat the Bears. It's something he's hung his hat on for many years as a starter, just like his predecessor did. I mean, the Chicago Bears have – just it, it was it's just so interesting because as a kid when I started watching the Packers the Bears owned the series and they dominated and I think they'd won like seven or eight in a row I'd never seen the Packers beat the Bears until the reversal game in, in 1989 and now how little did I know in my crystal ball like hey but don't don't worry because for the next 30 years things are going to be very different so. But it is the other the other thing too, and this is now we're starting to get into like I, I don't want to say conspiracy theory territory because it's it is a known fact that the turf at Soldier Field is not the greatest. That's too. But is that reason. but is that a factor? Is that I mean have you, yes. you is I mean do you, Andy Reid to me seems like the kind of head coach that would you know so there are head coaches out there that probably think that way. 
You know, like, sure. I mean, is the turf... Even you know, both, both of their games were actually... I, I know the last game was against the Bengals at home. I think the other one was in St. Louis that he, that he rested everybody. Um, and the Rams were still in St. Louis. Um, and he lost both games. Eagles lost both of them. They, they, they went from 13-1 and one to 13-3. and three. Um, But it was still the best record in the NFC, so it didn't matter. Um, yeah, I, you know, that's a, a great point. But the Packers have, have lost... They've had players hurt on that Soldier Field turf. So, uh, you know what? Now that you, you bring that up, I think <laughs> I think if the Packers beat Tennessee and the Rams win and, and have, everything's wrapped up, I'm, I think I got Jordan Love throwing to Malik Taylor with A.J. Dillon getting the ball in the backfield. And I could be wrong, but didn't Aaron Jones suffer an injury maybe in his rookie yeah. season in Chicago? I think you might be right. They've lost guys. They've had guys hurt in on that field. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. I wouldn't be so concerned about it if it was September, October. Right. But it's it's the last week of the season. It's gonna if if there's a time where the turf in any stadium is gonna let you down, it's it's got to be this time of year where it's really hard to grow grass. And I mean the groundskeeping crews in the NFL do a good job. Although we have also seen, I, I remember that preseason game that the Eagles had to cancel because the oh when the field their first when they built the new stadium and the field just hadn't taken yet. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> That so, crazy so I mean, how and and how how's that? I mean, you're in the box, you're getting ready for a day's work, and then are you? How do you? How do you? How does the news communicate or travel upstairs? Like, hey, they might cancel this game. Oh, we knew what was going on because we saw the co- everybody on the field looking and measuring, and Billick, Brian Billick was the coach of the Ravens at the time, and mm-hmm. um, he was like up in arms, and you could see him like being an- he's very animated. He's an animated guy as it is. And um, we knew something. We were – I was pretty sure they weren't playing. I was not – when the word finally came down, I wasn't like, oh, my God, or nothing. I was like, yep, I, I saw this coming. Um, it made it made for an easy night. <laughs> yeah, it did. But the, and then, and then years later – A lot, lot earlier than, than I would have been. <laughs> well, it had to be frustrating for you then that the Packers decided to still play a preseason oh, game, Canada game in Canada with that turf that was basically being held together with, I'm joking, but I mean super glue, and it just was a terrible surface. It wasn't even, that was an 80-yard field or something? Too. 80, I mean, they just, you knew you were playing this game. How on earth do you allow yourself to, to get stuck and not even not even realize how big the field is or, or that you're going to have to shorten it or that there's certain parts, I mean, it just... That was an embarrassment to the whole league. Yeah, they played. They should have done it was a preseason game, and so it's it's basically practice, right? I know it was supposed to be in Oak. They should have just played it in Lambeau. Yeah, and if, and and, and split, give you know if the Raiders, you know, you can give the Raiders some money from the game, whatever you know if it's, if it's their home game, whatever. But 
yeah, there's no reason to play on that field. Right. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, it's we're we're getting off off the key here on them. <laughs> well, it was such so, a short injury uh, report. I mean, yeah. and, and Tennessee has I, I don't even remember who it was. Tennessee has virtually nobody One that's guy, ruled yeah. out or hurt, linebacker out or hurt. So yeah, I mean Packers Titans. It's it's uh, to I'm me to, yeah, to me it's control the clock. To do the things that you you know this is the time of the season where it's like you are who you are do what you've done well the Packers need to drive use up the clock keep Tennessee's offense off the field uh, li- you know limit Derrick Henry's touches yeah if you get up a couple scores now I think that might be tough to do just because right. I, I can see this well you know what's going to be a big thing to turnovers yeah as always yeah well Derrick Henry you know, only only has one fumble all season long yeah I know and Tannehill's only thrown five picks only five so, picks Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw very many interceptions right. and Aaron That's Jones both teams are pretty safe with the mm-hmm. ball mm-hmm. so if there is a fumble if there is a t- interception if there is a a special teams miscue that could be big and that that could be a big break for the other for the team that that that, that gets it. and and you pointed out to me. Something that I didn't know that Tennessee special teams are actually ranked below the Packers. Yeah, they're Peter Bukowski talked about it on Locked On Packers earlier this week. I think Tennessee's special teams are ranked 29th. Green Bay's around 26. So they're not good. They're neither unit is good. But but you know the Packers. We have the Packers actually for as much uh, shade as we throw at their special teams this season. They're actually the they're they're actually the better unit in this particular matchup. But. The interesting thing about this matchup, and I know this isn't a, a betting show, but I we were texting and talking about the line. Didn't it open up at, at what did it open up up at? Four. I think so, it was four. Okay, so it's four. So three. it's so it's moved one point because I think it's, it's Green Bay minus three right now. Green Bay's favored Correct. by three, which is which is basically what you get for playing at home. You get two yeah. at two and a half for playing at home. I think. Yeah, but home isn't what it was, you know. Home field hasn't been because there's nobody there. I mean, you know, I guess the Packers are going to have some people there tomorrow night. They're they're, they're letting in some like what friends and family or something like. Yeah, this is man. This is a game that's that's built for. This is a tough matchup for the Packers defense because this is the type of weather and conditions that are are made for what Tennessee is bringing in on offense. They've got a big bruising back. That is is tough to bring down and. But are they used to that cold? They're not. It's going to be cold, you know. But but we've talked about this before too, and and amazingly enough, some teams. I mean, I I don't remember the last time that a team came into Lambeau Field. And granted, the cameras don't stay on the sideline the entire time, but I can't remember the last time that I looked at a the sideline and the shots of a team and said they're they they don't want to be there of, of an opposing team. I mean. Teams are just prepared to play football now, and the Packers have lost yeah. some some big games late in the season at Lambeau too. The you know the Giants in '07, the NFC Championship game, a long long time ago. But Mike Vick and the Dome team come in, they hand pack the Packers their first playoff loss at Lambeau, yeah. and, and you're right. Green Bay's played well. I mean, they've had some really good good playoff games too. I mean, they beat they beat Seattle in the snow game in in 2007, just before that Giants game. I mean, they played. They've played well and used it to their advantage, but I think the opposing teams. And I mean, it's you know, this is Mike Vrabel. He's he's off the off the Belichick Patriots tree. He's that team's going to be ready to go. You know, they're no, they should be, and and, and they need. It's, it's a big game. It's, it's a big game for both teams. Um, 
One little note, um, I don't know if this means anything, Packers, this is their fifth night game this year, and they're 4-0 and at night. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that means anything, but it's better than being 0-4. Well, everything's pretty split. I mean, it's it's pretty split even as far as who's taking who and and on the, the media shows and the, the predictions come in. I mean, it's pretty fairly split down the middle. So this is it's kind of a fun buildup because it's it's a game where, I mean, at least now, it's not one of those games where it's like, oh, they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars or they're taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. I hope they don't have a brain fart. It's like, no, they're taking on the Tennessee Titans, and, yes, they very easily could, you know, legitimately lose this game and it just be because Tennessee was better. So the, the Packers are getting a, a stiff test. Right. No, this is, this is, this is a, a good test. It's a good test. It comes at a good time of the year. Um if they, and like I said, if, if they win, it, it could be that they wrap everything up. If they lose, it's not the end of the world because it's an AFC loss, so it doesn't hurt tiebreakers as much. Um, then they would have to beat the Bears in in Chicago in Week 17. That would make that a must win to to secure home field. Well, if there was the, the Bears are among you know some of the teams out there that I would say if the Packers had to play a must win game. I, I wouldn't hate it being against the Chicago Bears. They've they've fared pretty well yep. against the Bears. At least it's not the Vikings. Yeah. No. Or or San Francisco. Or San Francisco with with a you know a healthier squad because when they played the Niners, man, there was there was nobody. They didn't have Debo Samuel. Yeah, there, was, there was no Kittle. There was no Mostert. No Garoppolo. No Garoppolo. Yeah, it was just a. So. Totally different, totally different thing. So, what do we have with the Sunday night game? What does that change as far as what's going on over at Packer Report this week? No, no, I mean I'm just going to be up late. <laughs> Got to be right, you know. I'll get my instant analysis up as soon as possible after the game, uh, and then we'll see. What we'll see what I'm right. Hopefully, I'm writing a story about should the Packers play Aaron Rodgers against the Bears because there every, we go. Everything's clinched, and that, and I will. That that'll be the story. If that'll be one of my that'll be um, unless somebody beats me to it. Um, I'll write a story about about that this week. If now, if not, I'll be writing about you know how important this Bears game is to win the, the, for the Packers to secure home field. Right, right. Well, unfortunately, they're in a position. Home field, like, and we we've talked about this a hundred times during the during the podcast. Um, just how important getting that top seed is this year. It's the only bye week. It's the only bye. Um, and you're at home. You know, you're playing at home. You don't have to travel. And traveling in the right. COVID in the COVID world right now and not having to travel is probably an yep. advantage. Right. And and the teams that they're they're going to play, and like you said, it's it's been different. It's not like it used to be. But I'd still rather New Orleans come out of that dome and come to Green Bay. I'd still rather Seattle come to Green Bay. I'd still rather Southern California, Los Angeles Rams come to Green Bay. Arizona Cardinals. You know, I know it's a little cool there today, but it's not Green Bay cool. No. <laughs> Come to Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. The teams that they might have to play are all dome or warm weather teams. I, I don't mind them coming to Green Bay for a playoff game as opposed to Green Bay going out to New Orleans or Seattle. Agreed. Because when Green Bay has gone to all of those places that you mentioned, not great things have happened. So let's avoid right. let's avoid that at all costs if we possibly can. I'll have... The same thing as Mark. I'll be up late. I have the instant analysis after the game up at Game On Wisconsin. Hopefully next week when we reconvene, this is our last show in, in 2020. Mark, we get to we get to welcome 
we get to welcome 2021 on January the 2nd, so it will be the new year with a new hope coming in, and hopefully we're talking about a Packers team. Yeah, hopefully we get a chance to, to kind of talk about what the Packers might do in Week 17 because they've taken care of some other business. But it's the Packers and Titans on Sunday Night Football. Everybody enjoy the game. As always, stay warm, stay safe, and go Pack Go! world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring this podcast unified healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by energy enhancement system or ee system if you haven't heard of the ee system you'll want to listen up this technology promotes wellness deep relaxation purification and rejuvenation at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.